Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor's Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33. It is week number seven of the Texas high school football season. I'm David Smoke with Garrett Ross, and this is the Smokey.com Texas high school football podcast. And we appreciate your time every single week. And uh, it is, at least for everyone now, district games. Now, some teams have an off week on odd the number of teams. But everybody, even the five-team districts now, get themselves into district play. Our, our rundown is like it is every week. We'll look at some of the better wins from last week, some of the better performances individually from last week. Our interview this week is kind of twofold. One, Whitney is 5-0. and David Haynes Jr. Uh, is also our guest. And then there was the incident last week between David Haynes III and a tremendous football player and an official, the umpire, that got kind of tied up. And it was just a bizarre scene. And we'll talk to David Haynes Jr. about what went down the reaction to it, and of course the UIL now has also made a decision, at least on David Haynes III, and his uh, ejection, and what would have been a first-half suspension, where that is, and then also the official who was involved in the incident. And also, we'll have the winner of last week's Pick'em. You can go to smokey.com, S-M-O-A-K-Y.com. Look at the very top. There's a high school sports link, but there's also a Pick'em link Every week, that's the same link. Every week, there's 30 games or so. And the winners, of course, will receive a $25 gift card from Bubba's 33 on I-35. And Waco will show you who won last week in a minute. And then look at the best games of week number seven. Some of the best wins. There weren't a lot that just popped out at me. I'll, I'll start with the game that I did, the broadcast that we did. Uh, Harker Heights coming off, getting pounded by Weiss out of Pflugerville, and midway with that dramatic come-from-behind win against Hutto had a chance to continue the momentum, and Harker Heights just jumped on him early. The game was tied at one point. It was 13-7 to at one point. 
But Harker Heights came, I mean, they were locked in, focused, and what Mark Umble, the head coach, did was fantastic. And uh, they were just really good. I was impressed with them, and I was like, man, how did they get beat up by Weiss as badly as they did? And, well, Weiss just had a really good night and a pretty good football team. A couple of six-man scores. One of them is Abbott and Borden County. Both these teams have had great success. And yet, here we are, Terry Crawford and Abbott continue to roll, winning 79-56. to 56. Also, Stephenville and Brownwood. Brownwood off the win against Connolly the week before. Stephenville with a very difficult non-district schedule, and it doesn't get any better now when district begins with China Spring and La Vega and also Alvarado, among others, but they did beat Brownwood 27-17. La Vega, speaking of which, Don Hyde and his team beat Yoakum 28 21. Junior Thornton continues to make a lot of plays. Their quarterback, the transfer from Midway, as does Bryson Rowland, their running back. Springtown beat Connolly 22 19. Porcupines uh, got, got, they scored late to win the game. I was, I was surprised by this, though. Is Connolly right now a little bit beat up? Terry Garrick trying to find the answer for the cadets. Also, uh, another six man score I mentioned, Sydney beat Strawn 75 to 46. I said there were a couple of six-man scores that popped out, Class 1A. And then Mart, not that they won the game, but a shutout. And, you know, you're just used to seeing Mart put up big points. They shut out Heiko 23-0, and they continue to roll. It was uh, what uh, our great friend Kevin Hoffman continues to do. Uh, those are some of the games that jump out. I didn't see anything that, like, went wow to me, uh, but the, that is what we have from week number six. Now, Garrett Ross has the list of who we honor, both in East and Central Texas, when it comes to the players of the week. Here are the players of the week in East Texas, starting with you overall and the overall Chansey Hogg. How about this? The young man from Malakoff in a blowout win, a shutout win against Fairfield. He had 178 yards in returns. He had a 78-yard touchdown. He also was one-for-one one passing. He also had four catches for 74 yards and another touchdown. And on top of that, he had an interception on defense. So I have an overall, which is kind of a combination of offense, defense, special teams, or two out of the three. And Chansey Hogg in the win against Fairfield is that person. Kyler Finney has put up bigger games, bigger numbers, bigger stats. The quarterback at Winsboro, Josh's father is the head coach. But it's always been when like four other guys in East Texas have done the same thing. I have nominated him for that built for tough Texas football player of the week a few times. He has put up huge numbers. He didn't put up like huge numbers. But when you look at this, 290 yards, three touchdowns, 134 yards rushing and a touchdown. He did that with like three snaps in the third quarter as they went easily against Commerce 55-7. to How about Asher Price? Look at the defensive stats from him. He had 12 tackles, 10 solo, four tackles behind the line of scrimmage, two quarterback pressures, five sacks in the win against uh, from Honeygrove, excuse me, uh, against Alba Golden, 47 to nothing. Back to Malakoff, Doc Renberg on special teams. He had two block punts. Also, one of them was blocked and went through the end zone for a safety. He also had 10 tackles, six tackles behind the line of scrimmage, and again, the shutout win against Fairfield. Now, on to Central Texas. Gus Crane and Braylon Henry share the overall. 
Either one could, I could have picked either one and just walked away, but I couldn't. I don't like everybody wins a ribbon. This is not the case. Gus Crane from West, the quarterback, 214 yards passing, three scores, had 92 yards rushing, a couple of scores. He had eight tackles. He caused two fumbles. He recovered both of them in a win against Oak Cliff, 66 to nothing. And Braylon Henry, if that name isn't familiar, it should be his father, John. And this is about Braylon, but his father was inducted recently to the Texas High School Football Hall of Fame. He was a star running back, won a state championship when he was at Lorena. And he now, of course, is uh, and, and went to Baylor as a running back, played for the Bears. Doc, uh, uh, Braylon Henry, 288 yards rushing, five touchdowns, one catch, 15 yards. And then on defense, as kind of a linebacker hybrid safety, 10 tackles, an interception, and also a fumble recovery. So he had almost 300 yards rushing and the five touchdowns and also involved in a couple of turnovers in their win against Academy. And they've been through a pretty good stretch at what Lorena's been able to do after a couple of non-district losses and a nice win against Academy. Keith Tyler from Chaparral. I sent a text to their head coach, Alan Hare, who's been all around. He's done well. He was really good at Salado, took over a brand new program in Colleen at Chaparral. I text him. I guess it was Friday morning. I said, based on the stats I saw, it looks like that you've got that slot T kind of going again. He goes, we're getting better. Keith Tyler at 284 yards, scored five touchdowns in a win against Pflugerville, a second win for Chaparral. Good for Chaparral in the win against Pflugerville, 39-34. Keyshawn Meeks, what a nice game for the linebacker from Ellison. 19 tackles. He had 15 by himself as solos, two tackles behind the line of scrimmage, also a fumble recovery and a three-quarterback pressures and a one-point win against Waco High. And then Cooper Valley from Troy. 200 yards and kick returns, including a 100-yard kick return for a touchdown. Also had five catches, scored a touchdown as a receiver, and they beat McGregor 49-40. to So those are some of the better performances around East and Central Texas. You can go to my website again. On the homepage, it'll say Week 6 East and Central Texas Players of the Week. Not just the ones we just mentioned, but there's many others that we list that were nominated, and there are some great nominations every single week. I'm also a part of the Texas Built Ford Tough uh, high school players of the week. I'm a nominator. I put that like five or six names up almost every week out of Central Texas. My good friend Jack Stallard for the Longview News Journal uh, puts in nominations that he and I put together for East Texas and then vote Monday and then eventually the name. I, I'm surprised that Braylon Henry of Lorena, to be honest with you, did not win this week, but apparently he did not. So those are the players of the week. When we come back, a weird incident in the game last week involving Whitney and their star linebacker, David Haynes III. And we'll talk to his father, who's the head coach at 5-0 Whitney, David Haynes Jr. That's next on the Texas High School Football Podcast. Peter's Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Fiat in Longview has the largest new Jeep selection in East Texas, like the Jeep Wrangler 4XE, with fuel economy of 49 miles per gallon and 375 horsepower. And the Jeep Gladiator Sport is 6.9% for 72 months, or 10% below MSRP. And shop new Wrangler Gladiator and the Jeep Grand Cherokee during the Jeep Adventure Days event. And check out the only exclusive Jeep showroom in East Texas at Peter's Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Fiat, online at peterschryslerjeep.net. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. 
Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Stop by and see our agents at one of our three McLennan County locations. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Pizza, burgers, and Bears football. There's no place around Waco that serves them all other than Bubba's 33. Come show your green and gold and enjoy some of Waco's best food and beverages while watching your favorite team, the Bears. When real Bears fans get hungry, Bubba's 33 is the number one spot for ice-cold drinks, hand-stretched, stone-baked pizzas, and bacon-infused burgers. Join us for indoor or patio dining. Bubba's 33, Waco's restaurant and proud supporter of Baylor Bears football. Sick'em, Bears. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Baylor, Scott & White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, specializing in diagnosing and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over two decades of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 on Saturday morning for a post-game injury evaluation clinic. Baylor, Scott & White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics. We get you back in the game. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor's Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33. Man, there's always a few bizarre stories in Texas high school football. And last week, as I got home after doing the game between Midway and Harker Heights, I get back to where I live and I start to go over and find scores for the pick'em contest we do, which we, of course, will get to this week's games a little bit later on. And and just kind of look around, look around at what's happening where I used to work and I still cover quite a bit in East Texas. And then, of course, what's happening right here in the backyard of Central Texas. And then kind of just comb through some scores. And then I received this message about what happened between Whitney and Madison, Dallas Madison High School, a bizarre scene. Here is the video of Whitney on defense. The middle linebacker, David Haynes III, gets tied up, it appears, with an official, and his helmet comes off. Obviously, David's like, hey, man, what's going on? And then what really was weird about it is the official walks and then throws the flag. David ejected, and uh, there was a chance he would have to serve a one-game or a half suspension this week for Whitney's game. But here now is a statement from the UIL, and it did get a lot of attention. The UIL is addressing a concerning a concerning incident that occurred when Whitney and Dallas Madison varsity football game on it was Friday, involving a sports official and a student athlete from Whitney. That was David Haynes the third. Uh, In cooperation with the Texas Association of Sports Officials, TASSO, the UIL has taken action to reverse the game ejection 
of the student-athlete David Haynes III. And additionally, the official involved has been removed from officiating UIL games pending the complete investigation or complete and thorough investigation. So that's what happened. It got a lot of attention and unfortunately overshadows the fact that Whitney is 5-0, beat Madison 56-28. David Haynes Jr., the head football coach of the Whitney Wildcats, joins me on the statewide high school football podcast. Is that kind of one of the more bizarre things you've been through, uh, playing the game and also coaching the game? Yes, it was the <clears throat> one of the most you know craziest things that I've been a part of as far as a, a high school football game. So... I know you want to focus on now and this week and all of that, and you're 5-0, and and that's that's important. But can you kind of take me through? We saw the video, but what happened, David? Do you is there Has there ever been an explanation on exactly what occurred and what the reaction was from the official? Um, That that game, uh, it, like I said, it, it still kind of bothers me, especially because it's my son. But uh, – just the official of that game, he lined up, you know, kind of close to to Trey several times. And I don't think it was nothing, you know, crazy. But, like, when Trey's dropping in the pass coverage, they bumped a couple times. So, uh, going into the fourth quarter, uh, you just see – I don't see it because I didn't see it until I watched the film. But um, watching the film and going back to look over it, uh, you see Trey, you know, chase the quarterback, and then he reverses and goes back to the – uh, to the other side of the field to see he chased the quarterback and he runs into the official and he just grabs his face mask and, and pulls them down. And so, I mean, like I said, it was shocking. Again, I'm glad I didn't see it, you know, in real time. Cause I, I probably would have not reacted the way that I reacted, but um, you know, God has a plan. So. All right. So Trey has to come off the field. What did he say to you? I asked him, I said, Trey, did you run into him maliciously? Was this on purpose? And he was like, Dad, no, no, I promise you that this was not. I was trying to go get the um, the quarterback. And then uh, so I, I talked to the official and he said, Sir, Coach, he did it maliciously. And I said, there's no way. There's no way. And then he said that he was ejected from the game. When I first saw the video, I thought maybe that when they bumped that perhaps the official had his hands stuck in the face mask, and I don't know, but it, it did seem to be very aggressive. Uh, what did the UIL say to you? Um, that night, because like I said, it, it, got, it got around really, really fast. And then they said Saturday morning, I'm sorry, Saturday morning that they were investigating the situation. And eventually they reversed the ejection which is nice to get that off of Trey's resume. And then also he would have, what, served a half a game suspension? Is that right this week? It would have been a whole game. He got oh, an entire in the game. Okay. Quarter. So it would have been an entire game. And and I hate that, especially for kids that's, that that do right. Let's, Trey's a good student, uh, doesn't get in trouble in class and school. And so for him to serve a suspension that I don't think he deserved, I, I mean, that would have been hard on me, hard on him. How was he afterwards? Because some, I mean, I could see where that would have like had some melted down or maybe just been, you know, I'm not saying fragile, but like would have just let that overwhelm them. Man, Trey is a very strong-minded kid. He Very strong-minded kid. He's been around the game of football since he was a, a baby. And so if it was to happen to somebody, I'm glad it happened to him just because, man, his bounce back, is is super fast. I mean, he could take a butt chewing and and keep it moving. So just um just in that situation, 
Um, I told him that I was going to protest it and try to not get him suspended. And he seemed to never be worried about it. Like he didn't like the situation, but he was never worried about being suspended because he know what he did on the field was right. All right. So I know that Tasso, the UIL, they've made a decision. They mentioned that the, the official is not a part of any games. Uh, what do you want to see happen with the official? I know that there's an official shortage, and I want people to understand that I'm not in here to bring down officials. I love officials. Some of my good friends are officials. Um, some of the coaches that I've coached with have turned into officials. And so that's never the deal over here at Whitney or with me. But um, football, right? I mean, football is a kid's game. High school football is a kid's game. We got to do what's best for the kids, and these kids don't need to be, you know, in harm's way when they're out there on the football field as far as from an official. All right. So, um, yeah, I, I guess I don't know what his – the, the future is, and you're right, and part of this is as well uh, the lack of officials. There's a lot of games being played now on Thursdays rather than Fridays, and there's just like there's not enough. And then some of them who are, God bless them, they're trying, but they're not as qualified. Um, did the official ever try to contact you after the game? I have not heard from that specific official. I've just been in contact with um, Tasso. All right. So you win 56-28. You're 5-0. Last year you made the playoffs 8-4, and lost to a good team in Pottsboro in a shootout game. You have uh, Life Oak Cliff this week. Why the success you've had your first year last year and where you are right now? Um, Just the kids. Sorry. No, that's okay. Um, just, man, these kids are working hard. And, and that's what I really wanted all the focus to be on with all this stuff going on i wanted our kids to stay focused we got homecoming this week we we're dealing with um the the official stuff and so like our motto this week was can we stay focused during mm -hmm. the storm and that's what we're doing our kids man they've been focused man they get a message every single day about staying focused and doing right and it showed up every friday night so far uh, have they stayed focused this week have you seen what you've asked them to do Yes, sir, man. I, I love these kids, man. It's it's um, unbelievable just the the amount of respect and, and how we're building a culture over here at Whitney. And just to see these kids stay focused this week with homecoming, um, spirit days, the official drama, all that type of stuff, man, it really makes me happy. I, I've known you for a pretty good time because you've been around the area for a good time and you were a hell of a football player yourself. Who has had the biggest impact on you? Or maybe not just one person, but give me a couple of people, your mentors that have had a huge impact on you. Man, man, let's see. First, I got to give some respect to my dad, David Haynes Sr. Sure. Uh, man, they, big time. Like, he still calls me early in the week to check my game plan. So, <laughs> that's great. So that, that's, a, that's a blessing. Um, I got a guy in Quentin Snell over at yep. Echo Conley. Yep. I mean, he's a big-time friend of mine and a mentor. And like I said, I, I, I've been in his program and watch how he runs his basketball team. Uh Kyle Cooper, uh, let's see, Tim Seward, uh, there's just a whole bunch of guys, Johnny Fair, that I've been under that have just really helped mentor me and show me how a program needs to be ran. You mentioned this earlier, and, and back to the incident, but more of this, how many coaches contacted you because of the fraternity of coaching on one, what happened, and also on your 5-0 and start? Man, it's been this weekend, and I was ready to turn my phone off and turn my notifications off, but they, I mean, a lot of people reached out to me, and it was all 
good, man, supporting and, you know, supporting Trey and, you know, asking how my family is doing. So um, this football fraternity, this football coach fraternity, man, it is special. All right. So you're five and oh, you're in a district with Grandview and we all know how good they have been. They had the state championship run. We know the coach Ebner's got another pretty good team, although Malikoff popped them pretty good. How do you focus on week to week and not get ahead of yourself? Man, my kids, they'll probably think well, they think that that week when we beat West, a lot of people were talking about the Grandview game. Yep. And I I had to put an end to that right now and told them that tell them that this was a week to week deal. I said if they're worried about Grandview right now, that they're wrong. They are wrong. The next team is the most important team on the schedule, and this week is Dallas Life Oak Cliff, and that's where all our focus is. And our players have done a good job because I have not heard the word Grandview around here with our kids. David, why are you better this year than you were last year? And if that's the case, it appears as if you are. Man, we had a great offseason. I mean, after football, I think football, we had a great season, eight and four. Um, still had a lot of stuff to work on, but we won district in basketball. And then we took a re took relay and a couple of kids to the state track meet. And we bought into weights. And those kids, they did all that stuff right. We didn't have any conduct issues in over the spring. And then it was just, all right, it's go time now. We get to play football. Let's put all the stuff that we did positive in the spring into this and let, let's keep it going. And that's what they've done. Whitney has a beautiful setting, the stadium and all of that. And obviously there has been other success. When you took that job, what were your expectations and what was it about that job that intrigued you? Um, I'm a, I'm a, I feel that I'm a winner. And I feel that uh, the program was Pushed. I believe that Mark Bird before me, he did a great job with the program. And so, like I said, I just try, I'm just trying to put my own little twist and spin on it and take it to the next level. I think that we have great kids here. Um, we got, I believe that we have around seven or eight seniors this year that can go play college football. And so that that's my, one of my main priorities is to promote them and push them to be great. What do you do or do you coach Trey differently as your son than you do somebody that's the starting right tackle who is not? <laughs> I get I get that question all the time. Uh, he may get coached a little harder. There's there's no baby in um, with with my son. Like I, I am on him, and I have both sons on the team. I have a um, son that's a freshman and okay. he plays on the varsity also, and so they. Both will get a mouthful from me. And some of the kids say, man, you're really hard on them. But I said, well, I'm really hard on all y'all. All y'all are my babies. You went through a time at Marlin when they struggled a lot of different ways and, and were there and you stayed there and you tried to help get that thing back on track. How proud are you of that, that you went through that and also made you a better coach? It did make me a better coach. Um, it was just, and I'm not trying to, you know, throw any shade on Marlon. It was a great opportunity for me. I had a great time there, made, met some great people and some great kids, but it was time for me to, to, to move on from that program. I think coach Ruben Torres over there is doing a great job. And so um, that that's all I really can say about Marlon. I mean, it helped me learn what to do when I had my, when I get my next opportunity and that's what I'm doing right now. So homecoming, you had to deal with the distraction, even in a win against Madison. Uh, you're 5-0. and uh, Has it been a week that's gone fast, or is this one of those weeks that it seems like it's never going to get to Friday? I am ready for Friday already. <laughs> 
I am ready for Friday just with, um, you know, just with the official stuff and yeah. homecoming. And then uh, yesterday was a year, uh, a year that my father-in-law passed away. So that's tough. And then today is my daughter's second birthday. So, like I said, there's distractions all, and they're good distractions. Right. But there's distractions all over um, the Whitney program right now. And I got to stay focused. These coaches got to stay focused. These kids got to stay focused. So there's Trey and there's Kobe, right? Yes, sir. The freshman, and now you've got a two-year-old. Yeah, I got a two-year-old. Yes, sir. <laughs> wow, that's that's awesome. All right. So when it's you and your father, and uh -huh. David three, which is Trey. How do you guys, or if somebody, uh, you know, a family member calls for one of you three and you're all standing in the kitchen or in the same room, how do they go about recognizing you? My family, they do a good job. I mean, of course, the original, he goes by David. Right. So, uh, David Sr. goes by David. I go by Junior and Trey goes by Trey. Or David the Third goes by Trey. So uh, we we got it broke down. We got it. We got it down to a science right now. <laughs> My mom, God rest her soul. I remember we just had you know, Robert, Michael, David, Philip, and then my sister Cherie. And she, when it was the boys, she got us wrong every time. And it wasn't even the same <laughs> name. Like she would call me Robert, or Michael would be David, and it was crazy. So I was curious about that. But that's pretty simple. David Junior and Trey. That makes a lot of sense. Hey, yes, uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, and I've told Trey it better be a long time from now. But when he has when he has a son one day, it better be the fourth. Yeah, it's got to be. And he's got. What are you going to call him? Like quad? I mean, I don't know. What are you going to you going to call him? I don't him? know. Maybe maybe so. <laughs> yes, hey, uh, congratulations on the five and zero start. Good luck this week against Life Oak. And and uh, uh and you know uh, again how you handled how David or Trey handled the situation. Uh, it was bizarre, and we're going to get those two or three times a year. And uh, I wish everybody that moves on from that. But good luck. Thank you for your time. Tell Trey we said hi. He is a heck of a player among those you said that's going to be playing college football. And I've honored him a few times, as you know, with my website. And uh, I'm sure we will even more down the stretch. Have a great week, and good luck getting to Friday and being able to kind of get to that moment. Yes, sir. We appreciate you for everything you do, and go Wildcats. David Haynes, Jr., a part of the Whitney Wildcats at 5-0, 365 Sports in the High School Football Statewide Podcast. Peter's Ram in Longview is the number one Ram truck dealer in East Texas. Don't miss the biggest deal in Texas. The Ram Half-Ton Lone Star, 2.9% for 72 months or get a $9,000 discount. Ram Heavy Duty Trucks, the largest selection this year. And Ram Commercial and Fleet Units are in stock and ready to go to work. The largest selection of new Ram vehicles at Peter's Ram during the Ram Power Days. Online at peterschryslerjeep.net. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Stop by and see our agents at one of our three McLennan County locations. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation.
pizza, burgers, and Bears football. There's no place around Waco that serves them all other than Bubba's 33. Come show your green and gold and enjoy some of Waco's best food and beverages while watching your favorite team, the Bears. When real Bears fans get hungry, Bubba's 33 is the number one spot for ice-cold drinks, hand-stretched, stone-baked pizzas, and bacon-infused burgers. Join us for indoor or patio dining. Bubba's 33, Waco's restaurant and proud supporter of Baylor Bears football. Sick'em, Bears! TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texas are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Baylor Scott and White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, specializing in diagnosing and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over two decades of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 on Saturday morning for a post-game injury evaluation clinic. Baylor Scott and White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics. We get you back in the game. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor's Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33. We close it out each week by uh, highlighting whoever won the weekly high school football pick them on Smokey.com. And there's usually 30 or more games. And here's the number six week winner, Treston Robinson out of Austin, 27 and three. There were a four or five, I think, that ended up at 26 and four. Treston will win the $25 gift card from Bubba's 33. And we have already been in touch with him now. There are, among the pick'em games we put up on my website, there's about 30. I've said that before. Then we highlight about 10 or 12 that, based on a lot of things, are perhaps the best matchups of the week. Garrett has the graphic up. On the right-hand side, I tell you this every week just in case it doesn't make any sense, the number on the right, the lower the number, for example, the Abbott and Aquila game, and they're basically right next to each other in Central Texas. The number on the right, the lower the number, the higher or the better the game, based on the rankings of our good friend Jerry Forrest at pigskinprep.com. Now, there's some that this one's 11, for example, that are 35 or 40, and it's just some weeks, man, you have about three or four that are single digits based on ones against twos or two against four. This week, not that many of them, but we highlight these games. Abbott, unbeaten against Aquila, unbeaten that game of course a great matchup in class 1a or six-man football the lobos we highlighted john king they were on break last week after the nice win against lancaster against forney and by the way great feedback from a lot of you we appreciate the feedback on the interview um a lot of good friends that i know in the east texas area reached out to me uh mr prosser who's a part of longview isd put up a nice note about our interview along with greg tepper from dave campbell's texas football magazine good friend of mine that did a lot of games with me back when i did the league games 
in East Texas, which is now Legacy, Randy Johnson, several reached out to me. It was great to talk to John King and also to hear from so many people. They play Forney at 5-0. Longview is about a six-point pick in that district that's very competitive. Also, Chilton and Bremont. In Class 2A, Chilton is 5-0. Bremont with a couple of losses, a couple of hickeys on their resume, but they're a slight favorite according to Jerry Forrest in Pigskin Prep. Hitchcock and Yoakum. Yoakum just lost that game to La Vega. Hitchcock's a nine-point favorite. Then there's Pleasant Grove and Gilmer. This will be good. Gilmer's got a couple of losses, uh, but, I mean, they can put up a lot of points. Pleasant Grove does not give up a lot of points. Josh Gibson, uh, and, and uh, again, it, it's – it's. Uh, Alan uh, Metzel, uh, it's it's just going to be a hell of a football game in Class 4A. And on top of that is also a district game in 7-4A Division Two. So unbeaten, Pleasant Grove, 5-0 against 3-2 Gilmer. Hampshire Finette, 6-0 against West Orange Stark, 3-3. Of course, they have a great non-district schedule. Kind of contributes to their record, but they need a win. They need a win. That game is Hampshire Finette, a slight favorite by a field goal. Kilgore and Lindale. Kilgore, their only loss, remember, was, what was it, like a seven-point loss or so to Carthage uh, to start the year. They're 5-1, and uh, one, the loss to Carthage. And Lindale has put up a ton of points. They've lost in some shootouts. They've won in some shootouts. Um this will be kind of fun to watch, but Kilgore is almost, well, in fact, they are a two-point, two-touchdown favorite in that game. China Spring, another team with a great non-district schedule. They beat San Antonio Cornerstone last week on the road. Cash McCollum threw for five touchdowns. They will be on the road against Alvarado in that game. Alvarado is, uh, what, 5-1, and one, and, and China Spring is about, well, a little over a touchdown favorite. Memorial High School at Tomball. 5-0, Klein Collins, established football program at 4-1. and one. Uh, Tom Balt Memorial is a, about a touchdown or two favorite to win in that one. Also, Rouse and Belton. Belton's doing really well. Uh, Rumsfeld, the quarterbacks, played very, very well. Reese Rumsfeld, for them, 6-0. and Brent Sniffen and that staff doing a great job. That game is in Leander, and Rouse a slight favorite, according to Jerry Forrest and pigskinprep.com. And then Jordanton, or as I remember, Jordanton, in their game against Hondo. Hondo 5-0, Jordanton's 5-0, eight-point pick for Jordanton, uh, Jordanton. And then Argyle, 2-2, two and, two, and Lake Dallas is 6-0, but Argyle still a very heavy pick of 16 points, according to the ratings in the index of Jerry Forrest and pigskinprep.com. Thanks to all of our great sponsors. Thanks to you for watching what we do. Hit the like button if you haven't. Subscribe if you haven't. It's on 365 Sports and under the high school football section. Thanks to Garrett Ross for what he does every single week. And also our guest, David Haynes Jr., the head football coach on Whitney on a weird week it's been for the unbeaten Whitney football team. I'm David Smoke. This is the Texas High School Football Podcast, Smokey.com, and also under the umbrella of 365 Sports. Have a fun weekend. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com Podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor's Scott & White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33.